Oh man, oh man, the stock market is is wreaking havoc. The stock market is doing pretty bad today. It's uh, kicking everybody in the butt. A lot of money's being lost, and uh, my heart goes out to you, uh, those of you that are kind of freaking out about this. So we're going to talk about why the market is melting down today and ways you can um, kind of deal with it and prepare for the future. So get comfortable, buckle up a seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we educate our kids. Black first means that we build generational wealth. If you agree with the B1 philosophy, black first, uh, put a B1 in the chat. Put a hashtag be one of the chat if you agree. All right. So how how many of you have uh, seen blood in your portfolio today? Give me a yes if your portfolio is is blood red. And Lawrence Brown says, can I be B1 if I'm married to a Latina? Well, let me tell you a little secret, Lawrence, about black people. Uh, there are probably more black people in Latin America than there are in the United States. I, I got to look at the exact numbers, but I believe that might be the case. And uh, and so uh, just remember this, that, um, that blackness is not just a U.S. thing. Also, uh, you don't even have to be black to be on this platform. You can come into the platform and be non-black. I just let you know that I'm black first. That that's <laughs> that's it. That's all there is to it. So so, uh, but that don't mean I hate nobody. I don't hate anybody. Give me a yes if you understand that you don't have to hate white people in order uh, to be pro-black. You know, give me a yes if you get that. I need. I, I want people like that. I don't want people that hate anybody. Hate is a terrible energy to carry, and I don't want to carry that around. All right, so let's let's hop in and, and talk about what's going on in the stock market. Some of you are getting your butts kicked. You're losing money, and uh, the market's been dropping, dropping, dropping. It dropped by 400 points today. Uh, that's a big deal. That's a massive decline. Uh, those of you in the Prime program, those uh, passive recurring income machine, that's where we sell stock options, stuff like that. Uh, you're, the good news for you is that your options are not going to be exercised. So whatever cash you collected selling options uh, Monday will be your money. It's your money for good. The downside is that the value of your equity dropped. That's why I talked to you guys about buying put options to protect the downside of your portfolio. If you did not do that, then you may be feeling some pain because you have to have insurance when you make an investment. And put options uh, can be used as a type of insurance. So with that said, though, um, here the, the main catalyst I've seen in terms of why the market's kind of getting body slammed today is Microsoft. Microsoft is kind of a bellwether of what's going on with uh, with the market. And, uh, and, and basically, Microsoft kind of came out with some bad news. I'm going to read some of this uh, to you, and uh, we're going to kind of break some of this down so you can kind of know what's happening and just a reminder that it is um it's temporary most of the time it's temporary but there are some long-term chronic issues that you should be aware of so it says here on cnbc the stock sold off wednesday after a late the latest batch of corporate earnings intensified concerns that some of the largest u.s companies are struggling as rates rise and recession fears grow the Dow Jones dropped by 442 points. Tech stocks took the bulk of the heat as Microsoft dropped on lackluster guidance. What does that mean? That means that Microsoft, they made money. These companies are always making money. Never think that they're not making money, but they gave bad guidance. Bad guidance kind of means they're saying, look, we did okay this time. 
but the future ain't looking so bright. We're a little bit worried about our future. And remember, the stock market is what is referred to as a forward looking indicator. So the stock market doesn't look at what's happening right now. The stock market looks at what's going to happen in the future. And they're basically saying, we don't expect that things are going to be great. Now, remember, in the tech sector, you're kind of having a special type of recession in technology right now. The tech sector, I think that there have been about 97,191 layoffs uh, in the tech sector. Um, and it may be closer to 100,000 now. A lot of companies are laying people off, uh, and it's largely because they hire too many people during the pandemic. During the pandemic, if you recall, tech, tech companies were making money hand over fist. They were the Pablo Escobars of the stock market. They were making money in their sleep. They were making insane amounts of money because everybody was doing the whole stay at home play. Anybody else remember that? Well, now they're realizing what a lot of people could have really predicted and foreseen at the time is that they overdid it. You know, Amazon over hired too many people. Microsoft hired too many people. All these other tech companies hired too many people. And the other thing, too, that I believe is that these companies kind of follow each other. I think that when when Microsoft looks over and says, oh, Amazon's laying people off. OK, well, we're going to lay people off, too. Then, then if you get mad at us, we can say, well, Amazon's doing it. Everybody's doing it. It's not our fault. It's not us. It's it's just the world. The world is going bad. Right. So a lot of these companies are high, having a lot of layoffs, uh, which to some extent could cause a little bit of a bump in their stock price. But they're also giving bad guidance to kind of say maybe a recession's around the corner. Uh, maybe things aren't uh, going to be so strong this year. So they said, if a company's bearish on its own in its own future, why should investors be bullish, says Adam Saran, CEO of 50 Park Investments. That's pretty much the message we're getting from earnings season so far. Investors bought stocks uh, heading into the period anticipating better than expected prints as companies reset and lowered expectations. Reports so far across sectors have mostly dashed these hopes as many companies share dismal out Looks, he said. Investors are bracing for more, more high profile corporate earnings this week as fears of a recession persist. So far, more than 90 S&P 500 companies have reported and 68 percent of them port reported stronger than expected results. That's what's a little bit confusing to me, to be honest with you. It's very strange to me that 68 percent of these companies, the majority of these companies have, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, 68 percent of these companies have come out ahead of their earnings expectations. So I'm very surprised that the market's reacting this way. I'm almost tempted to believe that this could be an overreaction. Um, I definitely think if you're a long-term investor, it's just another blip in the radar screen. Uh, it might be a great buying opportunity. Uh, this morning, I bought some Amazon and added it to my portfolio. I think I also bought, what was the other company I added? I can't remember what it was. I Shoot, I, I, lost, I, I lost it in my head. I did it this morning. I didn't think about it. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, this, this is a buying opportunity in case you're wondering. Uh, I really think long-term, it's going to be fine. Uh, the big question so far right now is what is 2023 going to look like? Is there going to be a recession? If there is a recession, how bad it is? Uh, just, you know, what I would do is I wouldn't get so caught up in the headlines and the news. The headlines are sensationalist. They're designed to evoke an emotional reaction from you. They're designed to scare you. Uh, I would I would instead pay attention to specifics, maybe come back to this channel and I can give you some insights into what I'm seeing and whether or not we should, whether or not something is a big deal or not so much. Uh, Tesla and IBM are among the companies slated to post numbers after the bell. I worry about Tesla. I mentioned to you guys the other day that I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of Tesla stock anymore because Tesla is a company that I think is going to get a lot more competition from other companies that are now making really good EVs. My wife and I were going to get a Tesla and then we realized wait a minute, there's a bunch of companies that have EVs. Why don't we get something that's a little bit better than just a, a, a techie car, right? 
uh, we, maybe we want a luxury car. Maybe we want, you know, maybe you want a pickup truck, right? Ford makes some pretty good EVs. So I think that that, um, that their dominance of that industry is going to change. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Tesla stock. Also, I find it ironic that environmentalists would turn toward a Tesla, given that Elon Musk is a very outspoken Republican. I just don't see how those two things fit together. That's just my two cents. I think eventually that's going to catch up with Elon a little bit. And believe me, all things are not well in the world of Elon Musk. He's, he's got a lot of problems. And uh, I don't, I'm wondering how he's ever going to get to Mars when he's fighting with everybody here on Earth. So anyway, do me a favor, everybody. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night, we're doing, um, I'm doing an event where I'm going to talk to you guys about how to get started with stock options, the selling of stock options in particular. So if you'd like to join us for that event uh, for free, just go to boycewalkins.com or if you're on instagram you hit the link in the bio you can join for free uh now somebody asked a question uh let's see here hey doc my, uh i was a part of the prime program in july is the info still available yeah if you still want to join the prime program uh where we talk about how to generate income from your stocks during times like this the focus is on income that's the focus of the prime program uh drboyceprime.com and uh and you're welcome to take a look and see if it's something that works for you and your family and uh if you have one membership you, your whole family can join so it's buy one get three free so feel free to go to drboyceprime.com uh and uh let's see what's another i'm answer a couple questions that i saw in the comments here uh let's see here um okay uh, or just uh, i'm just responding to your comments let's see armando says absolutely dr boyce i've been watching the stock tipper ticker mufg this company is caught, caught my interest. Okay, I don't know about that particular company, but if you want me to ever research a company for you, I do that. I do that for the students in, in the Black Business School. So feel free uh, to go to boycewalkins.com if you want to join the stock market class. You leave me a question, give me a little time, and I can go look it up for you. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see. Someone says, what happened to Vicky Dillard? Uh, Vicky's fine. Vicky's over on flynewbeingqueen.com. So uh, feel free to go take a look. Vicky's a very good person and she's a very good friend of mine. Um, let's see. Last but not least, uh, James says, I, if I have not invested in the stock market yet, since the market is bad now, is it the best time to get a bang for my buck on long term? Let me tell you a secret about stock market uh, investing, James. The best time to invest in the stock market in the last 120 years. Can anybody guess what's the best time? To, invest, to start investing in the stock market. Can anybody tell me, when's the best time to start your investing journey with the stock market? Somebody answer it. So it's one word and it starts with the letter N. N is in Nancy. What's the, what's the, what's the one, uh, when is, what, when's the best time to start? Okay, uh, Miss Beth, 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 uh, Miss Beth, Beth Shua says anytime. Um, I think you, you said now, but I think you meant, sorry, you said no, but I think you meant now. Now, now is the best time to invest. If I show you a chart of the stock market all throughout history, there is no time at any point where it was a bad time to start investing. And there, there's no time. There really is no time. Seriously. Um, you know, and, and what do I mean by that? Well, if you go and you look at the Dow, right, and, and you look at the history of the Dow, and you, we're looking at a chart of the Dow. I'm going to try to pull this chart up on my screen so you guys can kind of see this. Um, if I show you this chart, I want I want you to understand what uh, what wealth vision looks like or investor vision looks like. Uh, this is how an investor, a smart investor, sees the world and how they see the stock market. So let me uh, pull this up. All right. So look at that. Look at that. Okay. So let's say that you um, are a person who doesn't have investor vision. Investor vision is where you see the big picture. Investors can see long term, short term. Uh, they understand delayed gratification, all that stuff. People who don't have investor vision, they live in the moment. That is what they call my, being myopic. 
They, they can only see what's happening right now. They're not looking at what might be happening in the future or how it relates to the past. None of that. Right. So a person with without investor vision might let's say look at this time right here, July 20th, 2007. The market is booming. It's going out of control. Uh, it's thirteen thousand eight hundred. Uh, the Dow's 13,800, higher than it's ever been in history. It has never in all of history ever been higher than 13,851. A person who doesn't have good investor vision is going to look at that and say, oh man, the stock market's too expensive. I'm not going to invest now. I'm going to wait till later because its prices are too high. But that's not the best move, right? Because let's say you start investing here. Sure, you're right. You do have the market crash here where the market drops quite a bit, right? And there's more buying opportunities here. But then look, let's say that you were the so-called sucker and you bought a bunch of stock right here. Well, the market eventually, after every crash, it eventually gets back to where it was before and then starts climbing again. So if you started investing here at what appeared to be the absolute worst time ever to invest, and then you held your stocks for another decade to here. Look at how much money. Look at how much of a difference that is. Thirteen thousand to twenty three thousand. That's massive. Some stocks doubled and tripled during that time period. Better than what you would even get if you bought a house. You know, your house goes up. Yeah. It, you know, you might go five, 10 percent a year, but there are stocks that double in a year, two years. Right. So ultimately, the best time to start investing is always now. And if you're not investing now, you're wasting time, which is worse than wasting money. Money, wasting money, you can sometimes get your money back. You can't get your time back. So if you are wasting time, I need you to stop doing what you're doing right now. And I need you to get on a little app, open up a Robinhood or a stash or whatever, and start consistently buying stock. Do the $5 a day investing plan. It's on my website, voicewalkins.com. You can go there right now. And there's a little ebook. It's told, I made it totally free so everybody can have it. Every, everything in the Black Business School isn't free. Everything in the Black Business School does not cost money. We make as many things free as possible so that we can make sure as many people as possible have access to the scholars that we have in school. But everything can't be free because freedom ain't free. We want to have a free institution that is a Black-owned HBCU. Most HBCUs are not Black-owned. They're Black-run. They're not Black-owned because if they were Black-owned, they wouldn't have so many financial problems because they got to keep going back to the government to get their funding. They have to depend on white people to give them uh, their finances because Black people are not funding our institutions. The Black Business School is a Black-owned, Black-funded institution. I have personally put about $15 million of my own money into building this HBCU. And so uh, so everything can't be free. But what we can do is we can really work with you and give you a price that fits within your budget, uh, that where, where we give money back guarantees. We really take good care of you to make sure that you're happy. We let you hear from the other students to make sure that they're happy. We teach you more. We, we, we do a better job with you than your university did. And your university left you $100,000 in debt and they don't care about you the way we do. So that's our that's our proposition. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us special. Also, we only focus on the black community, which means that the financial models that you develop for black people are different from the ones for white people. Financial modeling and, and entrepreneurship uh, processes and all that can't be the same for everybody because not everybody's dealing with the same issues, right? For example, uh, not every person can relate to what it feels like to have your cousin uh, steal your identity and get um, the light bill in your name without you knowing about it. Not everybody understands what it means to grow up without an inheritance. Not everybody understands how to overcome uh, some of the trauma, the family trauma or generational curses economically that we might 
experience, the, the financial trauma of poverty, right? So ultimately, that's that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. That's what makes us unique. So uh, feel free to take a look. You know, there's a lot of stuff. You go to my website, voicewalkins.com. You can get started there. You can ask people about it. And I think you're going to get very good responses from anybody that's ever participated in our programs. All right. So let's um, let's let's uh, finish up this conversation about the market. Do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Um, and uh, also please hit the notification bell so you'll be notified when we go live. All right. So right now, uh, for, for the research I've been doing, uh, I, I think that a lot of this uh, drop in the market for today, I believe is temporary. I believe that there's an overreaction to Microsoft. I think that they see Microsoft as a bellwether of what is happening in the broader economy. I think they're overplaying their hand on this a little bit. But I think that this decline makes sense in light of the fact that you've had a really good market since the start of the year. Um, the Fed is going to still be active. They're probably going to increase interest rates again. It won't be a big deal. They're going to do a couple of 25 point rate hikes and then they're going to leave uh, interest rates steady, probably around 5%. They're going to do that probably for over a year. Now, if you are a long term investor, if you want to make a play that's going to make you rich in the next two to three years, here's what you do. Invest consistently. Do something like my five dollar a day plan. $35 a week. Most of y'all spend more than that on, on Popeye's chicken and, and going out to eat and stuff like that. $35 a week. Most of you can't afford that. That's $5 a day. You can't buy a McDonald's value meal with $5 a day. Uh, invest consistently. Set it on autopilot, right? To, to buy companies that are in the S&P 500. Wait out the storm. Just wait. Just wait. Because what's going to happen is that the Fed is probably going to uh, overshoot like they typically do. They're going to overshoot on the interest rate hikes. They're going to push a little bit too hard. And then what's going to happen is we're going to start dipping into a little bit of a recession. That's going to be good for you. Why is that good for you? Because the stock market is not going to necessarily react in, in, in it's not going to, its actions are not going to coincide with the recession. The stock market is not the economy. Let me say that again. The stock market is not the economy. The stock market is not the economy. They're like siblings. Just because they came from the same parents don't mean that they have the same perspective. The stock market is not the economy. So, so what you're going to do is you, if, if there's a recession, you're going to see headlines that say, you know, a million people laid off today. Job losses higher than ever. The economy, economic growth has been negative for two quarters in a row. But then you're going to be confused. You know why? Because you're going to look over and you're going to see the stock market ticking up, 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 up. Why? Well, because the stock market doesn't react to what's happening now. It reacts to what is going to happen in the future. So, so for there's two reasons why. You shouldn't be surprised if there's a stock market boom in the middle of a recession. One is because the market isn't looking at the recession that's happening now. They're looking at when we're going to come out of the recession and what that's going to look like. That's how these financial models are done. I know the mathematics behind them. They're all designed based on looking at the future and then bringing it back to the present. It's like a financial time machine. That's what I call it. Um, the second reason that you shouldn't be surprised that there's a market boom in the middle of a recession is why? Well, because the Federal Reserve loves to interfere with the economy. So what happens? Uh, the economic growth is negative. Job losses are high. Inflation's under control. However, we've got an unemployment rate of 6%. Well, you know what the Fed does when that happens? They come in like mommy and daddy and they start bailing out the economy. They start lowering interest rates. They start increasing the money supply. They start doing all these things that create a tailwind for investors. So what's going to happen if you're smart, if you listen to what I'm telling you right now, I'm saying this on uh, January 25th, 2023. And on January 25th, 2026, I need you to come back and watch this video because I'm going to still be here every day. God willing, uh, you know, God willing, but, I, but, but just like I was here three years ago today, I'm going to be here three years ago today, three years from now. 
And I want you to look at this video and I want you to understand that what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of friends that are pissed off at you. Your friends are going to hate your guts. They're going to be so your broke ass friends are going to be are going to be jealous of you. They're going to be mad at you. They're going to think that you cheated. They're going to think you're full of crap. You know why? Because your money is going to start going up right when everybody else's money is going down. Right when, you know, unfortunately, this is sad, but when the you know, unemployment rates eventually starts to, to pile back up because the economy moves in cycles like that. Right. So when the unemployment rate starts to go high and your friend says, gosh, I was living paycheck to paycheck and I, I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills because I just lost my job. They're going to be mad at you because you're going to be sitting there having a party because you just made an extra twenty thousand dollars in the stock market and you haven't had a job in, in a year or two. Right. Uh, and, and and that's because you're going to be just on different economic trajectories. Stock market investors eventually win nine times, 99 times out of 100 people that can invest consistently in the stock market are the economic winners in this economy. So if you want to lose, then stay away from the, the stay away from the, the, the winner section. If you want to keep losing, then keep on, you know, depending on that corporation to take care of you. Keep on you know ignoring everything we talk about. Keep on believing whatever other people are saying. If you want to win, you got to step over to the stock market side on some level. That and you got to be consistent. None of this fly by night stuff. None of this, you know. Oh, I put all. I, I bet it all on Dogecoin, and I'm gonna get rich tomorrow because Dogecoin's gonna go up to a dollar. Stop all that. That stop all that speculative gambling, fly by night, get rich quick scheme nonsense. Stop sending me emails about your blessing loom that you're participating in because you think your blessing loom is going to help you get paid. You know, I, I don't want to hear about all that. Just like I didn't want to hear about BitConnect back in 2017, 2018. Everybody's talking about BitConnect. Doc, you, you know, you really need to talk about BitConnect. BitConnect ain't bad. I said, no, BitConnect is a Ponzi scheme. If this market goes bad, BitConnect will disappear and they're going to take your money with it. That's exactly what happened. So going back to my point, what I'm saying is... um. You know, getting rich quick is almost impossible to do. Getting rich slowly is very, very easy. It's very, very easy. But you have to invest your time. You cannot waste time, period. That's my two cents. That's what I believe. That's what I'm sharing with you. Watch this video again on January 25th, 2026. And I want you to play it side by side. Or maybe we'll do that. I'll set my alarm for three years from today. And I'll watch this video three years from now. In the 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 the, the voice that's three years older than me in 2026. I want to hear what he has to say about what I am saying right now. All right, guys. So anyway, that's it. Um, if you want to invest regularly, all you got to do is, is set uh, every app lets you do auto investing. So just set it and forget it. That's what you do. Set it just like a clock. And then, you know, over time, your wealth will grow. But it doesn't happen quickly. It requires patience and consistency. Very important. Just like exercising. One trip to the gym ain't going to help you lose 100 pounds. But a 1,000 trips to the gym is going to have you looking good. So be ready to do a 1,000 trips to the gym. All right? So anyway, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. Uh, also, uh, if you want to take a look at our financial workbooks and flashcards for kids, we have financial workbooks that we designed specifically for our children. Uh, so feel free to go to financialworkbooks.com or you can also check out our flashcards at financialflashcards.com. So feel free to uh, take a look at all that if you think that will help you or help your kids. All right, guys, God bless you. Have a great day. Hope you make a ton of money. Talk to you soon. Peace.